This is Bruin Bello, erotica author and podcaster, and I am here with the Oh Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow podcast, where we talk about all things sex. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the 10 habits of effective lovers. Now, if you're under 18, please leave the podcast now. This topic is not for you. Effective lovers. You can have a good lover. You can have a selfish lover. You can have all different kinds of lovers. What I'm going to focus on is how to be an effective lover. How can you focus and really hone in and pay attention to your lover to make them feel the best they can and make you feel the best you can. Sex is about expression. It's about love. It's about making someone you care about feel better. It's about making yourself feel better. It's self-care. It's stress release. It's fun. (laughs) It's something special. Something we should do while we're alive. We're alive, right? So now, now is the time to have sex and to make it effective and good. Okay, are you ready? Ten habits of effective lovers. Number one, pay attention to his or her reactions. When do they moan? Do they blink? Do they twitch? Do they lurch? When you do different things, pay attention to everything, the tone of their voice. You can really learn a lot without words by watching how your lover reacts to your mouth, your licks, your touch, your gazes, your rubs, your smacks, your sucking, kissing, licking, biting, so many different ways you can communicate during sex. Your eyes, looking into each other's eyes, the eyes, they say what? The window to the soul. And it's true. You can often tell what someone is thinking just by looking at their eyes, right? Look at each other. That is a point for making love when you have a little bit of light, at least. I know some people like to do it in the dark or near dark, or that could be for self-conscious reasons. But make sure there's a little bit of light so you can see each other's eyes and read each other's eyes. You want to make them come, right? So you want to do things that they like, things that drive them wild, right? So pay attention. It's pretty easy. Try a new toy. Try a new technique. How does your partner respond? Read their body language, their tone, their moan, their scream. Even if they're silent, you can still tell, right? Because we're good at reading each other. Number two, be open to trying new things. Try out those fantasies with your partner. Try out all your fantasies. If you don't like it, then don't do it again. But you know, 
You should try out your fantasies with your partner. When else are they going to get to do it? You need to be open and just try, try new things, new positions, new role play, new places to have sex, new toys, new lube. There's edible lube. Did you know that? Where you can put it on and you can lick and suck it off. There you go. Massage turns into oral. You never know what you're going to like until you try it. You might think you like something, but you don't really know how you're going to react until you do it, right? Say you want to try spanking. Okay, someone spanks you. You may like it. You may hate it. It may make you wet. They might spank you with a paddle. You might like it. You might hate it. What about a belt? A crop? A flogger? A wooden spoon? Their hand? But you might end up hating it. But you don't know until you try, right? <laughs> You just don't know. You don't know if you're going to like those vibrations sent through your pelvis from a smack. Or maybe you'll like a bite. Maybe you won't. Why not try? There's so many things to try. So many sex toys out there. I mean, come on. I think I have, like, I said this in my last one of my recent podcasts, I think I have, like, 27 sex toys, and they all do different things. And it's hard for me to say a sex toy is bad. Why? Because they all work in different situations. There's some that work better for certain play, or with a partner, or alone, or it's just they're all different. But be open to trying new things. That is a way that you can be an effective lover. And the best way to do that also is to choose a safe word. It's going to be built on trust. And if you have a safe word and you have a trusting partner, someone you trust and love and understand who understands you you're going to be just fine you say that safe word and then it stops so if you don't like it you don't want to be tied up you don't want nipple clamps you don't want something well if you have something in your mouth that's a little bit of a problem <laughs> maybe you need a hand signal your safe word is a hand signal if you're using something where you can't speak number three put your lover's needs first don't be selfish you're going to be much more effective if you put your lover's needs above your own. You know what? It's kind of a thing. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And it's supposed to be fun, right? So do things that each other like, but pleasure your partner first. Or try to. I mean, someone has to go first, obviously, right? <laughs> but put their needs above yours. And just remember... If you don't come at first, try, try again, and you will come. And the thing about putting your lover's needs first, you know what that does? That builds trust and intimacy. So you're going to have a great relationship if you put your lover's needs above your own. Number four, talk about your love life. Talk to each other. I know some people don't like to talk about sex or they feel uncomfortable or embarrassed. But if you talk about it, it's going to be so much better. You talk about what you like and what you hate, what you liked about a certain act or what you hated. Communication is the key to being an effective lover. If you don't know what your lover likes and you're just sitting there guessing, it's not going to be very effective, right? Or if you won't tell your lover, you're embarrassed, 
write it down. Send them an email. Leave them a voicemail. You don't have to do it to their face if you're embarrassed, but let them know so they don't keep doing something that doesn't even turn you on. Number five. I like this one. Make a sexual bucket list. What do you want to do? You know, if you have a list, you're going to end up being effective. Why? Because you have something to go off of. You've thought about it. And if you share it with your lover, you both build the list. It's not going to be a surprise when someone brings something up because it's already on the list. Hey, why don't we try that rope tying business that you wanted to try? Hey, why don't we try out that new toy? How about we play hide and seek? Whoever finds the person decides what they're going to do. Run and chase and tackle and fuck. How about that? (laughs) That sounds pretty fun, doesn't it? If you have a sexual bucket list, you have something to go off of. You've thought about it. You've alerted your partner. And you can create from that list. You can add to that list. You can check things off and redo them, highlight them, be like, let's do that one again. Multiple partners. Some people are into that. You put that on your bucket list. How about, I like this one, visit a sex store for your date and then go home and use the toys. Mm, That sounds really fun, right? Or go to a hotel, better yet. Go out to eat, go to the sex store, and then go to a hotel. What a fun night that would be, right? How about a strip club? A lot of women don't like to go to strip clubs. I actually like strip clubs. (laughs) But I'm also bisexual, so, you know. I think it just gets everybody hot. People get self-conscious. But, you know, you pick your own things for your your bucket list. You want to go to a hotel that has certain aspects that really turn you on. Maybe they have an adult-only area. Maybe they have a sauna have a hot tub in the room. There's so many things you could do. Have fun. Have fun. Sex is about fun. Sex is about satisfaction. Showing love. Feeling good. Getting that euphoric feeling. Sex outside. I like this idea. I'm a really big fan of sex outside. I love sex on the beach. Sex in the forest. Sex outside in the grass by water, by lake, or a pool. So much fun that can be had. It can be pretty primal to be outside at a campground. I did that once. At a campground (laughs) at midnight. Take a walk and go, "Hmm, let's go over by the stage. Let's go over by the stage. Fuck. Hmm. (laughs) That's really fun. Number six, just the word focus. You can be a more effective lover if you focus. Focus on what? Focus on your partner. Flirting. Don't forget to flirt. If you've been together with your partner for a long time, don't forget to flirt. You need that seduction. You need that pull, that teasing, that flare, that fire, that spark. Focus on flirting. Focus on seduction. Send them sex. Text them. Send them pictures, naughty pictures of your naked body, of your parts. Send them 
words say what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to fuck you tonight. Okay, you don't like the word fuck? I do. Say, I'm going to make love to you tonight. I can't wait to kiss your body all over. Build anticipation. You know that thing they like? Tell them you're going to do that tonight or tomorrow or whenever. Build that anticipation. It will make the sex so much better. Focus on foreplay. Foreplay. Foreplay is huge. I don't even know why they call it foreplay. It's sex play. It like makes it seem less important, right, than the big act. It's not. I think we have a, need a different word, foreplay. For, before sex. Blah, blah, blah. We need a better word for that. How about sex play? I think that's a much better word than foreplay. <laughs> and flirting and seduction and anticipation, that also shows your partner interest. You're interested in them. That's important. They need to know that. Number seven. Okay, this one's important. Pay attention to mood. The mood in the room where you're about to have your sexual encounter with your partner and also your own personal mood and the mood of the room where you are, you know. Don't have your laptop open waiting for you to work next to the bed. And a message does that send? Oh, let's have sex so I can quick get back to work. That is not a good message for your partner. They're going to feel unimportant. They are going to feel like they are just some sort of conquest to get through, a check mark to get through so they can get back to work. Not a good mood builder, people. Put your phone away, unless you're going to watch porn on it. <laughs> yeah, that's hot. Put your phone away, unless you're going to take pictures of each other or make your own porn. Make your own porn. There you go. But just put it away. They need to know they're important. And those kind of things do not set the right mood. Keep your head in the game. Pay attention to that mood. What else in the room is distracting? Or add to the mood. Music, candles, candy, whipped cream, massage oil, sex toys, sex pillows, sex furniture. Set your mood. Blankets, pillows. Number eight, be spontaneous. You might be super busy, hectic life, right? I get it. You might have kids, you have a lot of work, but don't make sex always an appointment. Be spontaneous. Bring it up. Hey, let's do a quickie before we go eat dinner. Hey, let's make love in the middle of the night for an hour and a half. It doesn't always have to be an appointment. Sometimes it does when you're busy. You have kids, you can't... Well, most people don't have sex when their kids are around. But <laughs> every couple is different, and I'm not judging. But be spontaneous. Don't forget to be spontaneous. Much more effective. Surprise your lover. Number nine, effective lovers can do quickies and longies. Yes, I just made up a word. Longies is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. I'm a writer making up a word so you can just deal with it. So quickies and longies, do them both. Variety, take time. The quickies can be hot too. I say do a mix of both. But don't just do one or the other always. Come on now, devote some time to your lover, your partner. 
They're the most important thing in your life, or they should be. Devote time to them. If you really learn your partner, you can learn how to make them come fast. So quickies might work well for both for that reason as well. Number 10. Vary the time of day that you have your sexual encounter. This will make you effective too. You know why? Do you ever feel like you're hornier at different times of the day more than others? I think it fluctuates. Well, it sure does for me. I tend to really flare in the afternoons. Not sure quite why that is. But I mean, I'm fine having sex any time of day, even in the middle of the night. Hell yes. Um, please. <laughs> but you should vary the time of day that you're having sex because you might find out you're hornier different times. And you might try new things. It might make you more open to trying new situations, new positions, just because you're trying at a different time of day. That will make you more effective. Find out your top time. Not that you have to always do the top time, right? Experiment. Find out what works for both of you. Some people are horny all the time and everything works. <laughs> know yourself, know your partner, and just be open to trying different times a day. If you try new things, you might just come harder, quicker, faster, harder. Yeah, <laughs> I already said that, but that's quite all right because it's true. You know... Some sex toys really make you come hard. If you've never tried a sex toy, that's another way. Hey, I got 11. That's a bonus. Try sex toys. You might come harder than you ever have in your life because you tried a sex toy. Do it. Try it. If you haven't, try it. And it isn't just women. Men can use them on women. Women can use them on women. Men can use them on men. There's men sex toys too. And a lot of the sex toys also will work for men. They might be made for women or geared towards women, but a lot of them will work for men as well. Just the vibration of them. Lay that along his shaft. It doesn't have to be designated for men. It might be enjoyable for men too. So we should not pigeonhole sex toys to just being a women's thing. It's not true. Besides, Pleasuring your lover with a sex toy and trying all different things with it, that's a very effective way to be a good lover. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Ruin Willow, erotica author, podcaster. Please leave me a comment. I would love to hear what you think about my podcast. I talk about sex toys, sex tips, relationships. I read erotica. I have plans to do some interviews of other erotica authors and read their work. Anything sex, anything to do with sex, relationships, love, romance, that's what I talk about. You can find me on Twitter, Raunchy Is and Ruin Willow, Instagram, Ruin Willow, Ruin Willow One and Ruin Willow Author, Pinterest, MeWe, and I have an audio erotica YouTube channel. My longer stories are at ruinwillowauthor.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a sexy fucking day. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Have a great day. Love ya. 